All right, welcome back to the lowdown. And this week we have a sister edition with Mel and Katie Levin. So give them a round of applause. Me still unable to put claps in editing. Help, I am a millennial Gen Zer or something. Wait, what am I? I'm on the brink. You guys are cuspers. You're cuspers. We're cuspers. We're cuspers. So I fall into both technologically advanced and (laughs) behind. Dinosaur. So, yeah. Thank you guys for joining me this week to recap the episode. Thanks for having us. I'm so excited. Of course. Of course, I'm so happy to have you. And Mel, you've been here before. Not your first rodeo. It's not. Uh, I nominate uh, the Sigler sisters to do a trio episode. Oh, wow. Mind Incredible. Blown. Claire, Caitlin, Elise. That's mind my. Blown. I know this is not a nomination situation, but. <laughs> no, it's not a democracy. It's ring. a cheerocracy. <laughs> they have a lot of different perspectives. That's true. True. That's true. Caitlin's a savage. Uh, Elise, Elise Claire's is a, a strong card. That useful she perspective. Hasn't watched that many episodes, too. Yeah. <gasps> no, that's such a good idea. Siglaris, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I, I like when people give me uh, guest recommendations and also when people are down like you guys because I just assume no one wants to do it ever. So when oh, people as say soon yes, as like, you started having a pod, I was like, I really hope I get to be on it. Um, I know Mel told me that. I didn't think that at all. I really... I don't think it's impossible. I have imposter syndrome, but also I just have this thought that no one wants to be on anywhere near this. So well, I'm always like, would you please, please? And then if someone's like, yes, I'm like, oh, I feel like, so I'm everyone who's listening. If you care, I'm six years older than these two. So I'm firmly in that millennial category. And I feel like I have a little bit of a different take on some things in the sense that like Mel hates the idea of being famous or hates people like knowing things about her and I'm a little Mm -hmm. bit more like I want to be on The Bachelor I want to go on Survivor (laughs) like I want to be part of these events yeah so like I've tried out for The Bachelor I also am old enough that I remember watching like when Trista got dumped on the first season ever of The Bachelor like I have watched everything a child yeah (laughs) so I'm a major bachelor fan and just a podcast fan in general so very happy to be here today (laughs) well thank you wait actually before we jump into the pod will you tell us about or the recap I mean will you tell us about your tryout experience totally totally well okay so I mean I submitted a video quite a while Obsessed. back for whose season would it so when it seemed like Jason Tardick was possibly in the running for being the bachelor he's Katie's favorite I but well, she my first no my stone. first favorite is <laughs> so Reed. funny my first favorite is Reed from Jillian Jillian's season Jillian Harris's season I was obsessed with Reed he was like and then he randomly came back for like maybe winter games or something he randomly came back but anyway he was only real ones watched winter games he was my og favorite was reed from jillian season but he was cute he was like a nerd with glasses jason tardick was like i cannot miss out on this opportunity like his brother is like a gay legend who like is on works on broadway and is like so cool and like jason's family just seems so fun and nice and like jason was like a very successful like business person and like the way he talked about business I was like I I gotta shoot this shot like I'm shooting this shot so my friend came over we filmed a video in my apartment like it's so lame so like it's not something to be impressed by but it was like at least I was like I just gotta shoot this shot so yeah I like did a little walkthrough tour of my apartment and then I like sat down and she asked me questions and I like answered (laughs) that was the format that's what was there any was there any bit to it or like because you know how sometimes not some really people do themes or I wish it was just... I was cool enough to have a bit but at the time it was just like shoot the straight shot forward. straight yeah yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm just like putting it all out there this is like who I am please pick me didn't work anyway then a couple years later or no maybe just a year later I guess the next summer it seemed like Tyler Cameron was possibly in the running for a second and I was like you know he and I are not like a great fit but he's so hot I like you know when are tryouts you know 
so the I worst always, thing that would happen is you go on yeah, a few dates with him and go home and that or, would be the it. worst thing that happens is you have an experience to tell people yeah. like this where I like went to a tryout so I mean I always was paying attention like every time there was like you know you watch The Bachelor and there's a commercial and it's like we're looking for people to date our next bachelor or bachelorette and like I always checked like when the California dates were never worked out but this time it so happened that I had like no plans at all that day and I was like convinced my friend the one same one who had filmed my um video Kim shout out to Kim um the real one she (laughs) I convinced her to come with me she had we were going to a concert the night before in Orange County so we were going to be staying in Orange or we were possibly going to stay in Orange County where we stayed in Mel's apartment for a night thanks Mel for hosting us um my brief my brief with Tasha, which we should talk about too but um uh, yeah but anyway so uh it just so worked out like that that we were going to be in Orange County for a concert and then Costa Mesa was where the tryouts were and so it just was perfect so anyway we go to the tryouts it turns out it's at the Westin where our cousin actually had had her like NCL dead ball Mm -hmm. or something so it was like all rooms that I had been in it was like that tent mel if you remember where they had the like outdoor silent auction thing or whatever and um it was just like you know we came sort of like 30 minutes after it had just started but the line was still like all the way around this like big outdoor tent to like get in line and they like hand you a form you get a free like pen a bachelor pen (laughs) that's like my souvenir of like going to the tryout without the form um but the line was so long to like turn in her forms that Kim had an appointment that afternoon so I like kept her form to turn it in um and then they like after you like finish taking your form they take your picture and then you get a number and so you like do little headshots and then you wait for your number at the table so Kim had to leave but I just sat down at this random table um and it was like a lot of like really interesting people there in the mix like there were girls with like full face full like bodycon dresses in the middle of the day in like Orange County like you're going to the club um and then there was like girls who were like so casual like not a stitch of makeup not even like a hair comb like all like girl all heights like there was like a girls who were like totally like model status like 5'11 six foot like like whip thin like so anyway so it was like all kinds of range of people which was really interesting wow also like kind of diverse too like in the sense that like the table that I sat down at it was a lot of like um girls who were really hoping that it would be Mike and so they were kind of like a little more like had a little bit of more flavor to them I would say like it was like you know a couple black girls Mm -hmm. like a couple Hispanic girls and then like um sort of like their friends because they were all kind of like a group that I ended up sitting with um and it was it was like they were definitely hoping that it was going to be Mike which was interesting they were talking about like how old he is and like how old they were and how like they liked stuff about him um so that was kind of interesting and then I sat down next to these other two girls who were from Orange County and they actually work at the hair salon that Tasha goes to too so that was kind of like an interesting thing to like they had an insight into like knowing Taisha, which Mel, of course, living in Orange County has more stories about Taisha, but that was kind of interesting that they work at her hair salon. Um, and then trying to think if there was anything else relevant that happened. When they called your number, what happened? Okay, so when you, they call your number, like they bring maybe like 10, at the, at the time that we were sitting at the tables, I spotted the lady who I know is like the casting director because I know she has been like interviewed before on YouTube videos that I watched of like, asking people to come down and so I was like you know like trying to like catch her attention and like see what she was doing and like just paid paying a lot of attention to her but anyway when they call you in they call like 10 people at a time you stand up then they make you sit down in this hallway and they like line you up in like these 10 seats in front of this door and then they like go call the next 10 people and there's like 10 seats in front of a different door and then like 10 seats in front of another door so you like you're like moving up a seat as like each person goes inside Mm. um and so it was kind of like another again everybody was like oh my gosh like we are so excited to see be here just to like see if any other girls in this room like ever get on the show like it doesn't have to be me but it would be kind of cool if it was like one of us so like when they announced um this upcoming season with um 
Matt James, I was like trying to like scope, comb through those pictures and see if I like recognize any of the girls from that tryout, but I didn't. So that was a little mm. bit of a bummer. I was hoping to see like someone that I had like even seen like seen. in a distance. Yeah. Yeah. But, it happen. but I ended up sitting next to this one girl who had driven all the way from Fresno and like she and her friend like drove straight like they both were nurses or something they ended their shift they drove straight to the tryout that morning and then they were going to drive straight back after it was over so like they were people who were like really shooting their shot like going all out I was like if it's convenient for me I'll check it out these girls like were making it happen so that was kind of she was super nice too so that was interesting and her like friends literally just like followed her everywhere she went which kind of Kim would do but wasn't Kim had to leave early so I just had her paper and I like gave it to uh-huh. but anyway once I went in there it was like actually a really big room very like like huge windows and like this one lady who um um, like I, I like introduced myself to, I like went up and I was like shaking her hand and I was like, and I feel like she was shocked. Like, I don't think anybody had shaken her hand. I don't think anybody had like, you know, like seen her as a person. They were just like, try. And it was, she was like this funny, she was a funny lady. She was very nice. Um, we bonded because she was like really into like theater and seventies music. She looked totally like, you know, she was like a Fleetwood Mac fan in the seventies with like long blonde hair and like, um, wearing all black. She was like, we, we definitely like, vibed a lot Clicked, so that yeah. Was, yeah so that was cool I was like I'm gonna make her like me and we're, we're getting along so well and she was like giving me recommend like after it ended she was like giving me recommendations on like music scenes that I should check out and theaters like and stuff so cool. that was really cool but anyway um so yeah I just like I think she asked me maybe like maybe like 10 to 15 questions like starts with like your personal life a little bit about your career um nothing like like why you want to be on the show nothing like too out of the ordinary but just like trying to like I guess see how good you are at being on camera and then like Mm -hmm. also like to get a little bit of a story out of you of like what your story might be like if you want right but yeah it was like I I I felt like I had a shot just in the sense that I like connect clicked with her so much that I felt like she would like pushed me forward a little bit and I was like shaking her hand when I left too and like trying to like really like connect with her and like I gave her Kim's um application too and she was like oh I like want to make sure like I know which one is which and like I don't want to get them confused and like she was like anyway so I had like a vibe with her but of course um I've heard nothing and I don't expect (laughs) to be on the show and now I just turned 30 this October so I feel like I have uh, officially aged out of the um candidacy to be like just a a candidate on the bachelor but oh I don't it was so at all we just had the oldest one just kidding. yeah sucked, trying but... to bring the average up yeah seriously that's so fun though we um how long did the process take total from your um, arrival to we got there like 30 minutes after it started and there was already a long line but I feel like it went by pretty quick like in the sense of like you were always kind of doing something mm-hmm. um but I think it maybe took like three hours or two and a half hours somewhere in mm. that range but, not too bad but definitely um, like a a, it definitely was like a commitment yeah mm-hmm. him was there I that's think so for like funny. an hour and a half or something yeah like oh my gosh that's so funny I've always thought about it because there is the one in Orange County which yeah. is close to where we are all or the closest one to where we're all from totally but um obviously I never did it I also uh, that's interesting because I thought that the one in Costa Mesa would be <laughs> no Weird. like pre- when's the last time you were single uh, can't remember well, a minute that's true but it would have just been funny to see no just to you know go. like yeah. just to no, go you'd be a snake you'd end up getting cast and then you'd have to break up totally. the I would never be and a that's the story yeah and then you'd I be would- <laughs> Break the dump the bachelor because you want him to be with Tucker. To get back with Tucker. <laughs> I'd never be a dead. They'd take one look and they'd be like, this girl's not serious. No, I probably wouldn't be serious, but just to go would be funny to see the process. But I always thought that the um Orange County one would have like bleach blonde, like tan. Yeah, I mean the beach girl or or the attract yeah. the model actors from LA because it's only like an hour from LA. There so definitely thought, was that. Like 
it, when Kip and I were in line, there were all these girls who had their like headshots like near us in line. But then when, once like I got out of line, I didn't see too much of that. But yeah, in line, we had like a few girls who had like brought their like car, their like model card or like their like headshot for their acting, whatever. Uh, gotcha. It's definitely there. But it was like they were there, but it, there were also a lot of other different people too, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. They probably are having to do like, they probably can't have those casting events right now. So they'll probably. Yeah, well, I'm curious how many people are really cast from those things because it seems like thousands of people go to them. But so many times you learn that someone knew someone from Bachelor Nation. Like so for anyone who doesn't know or, or things like that, so many of the contestants you find out later have a connection to someone Someone who was a previous contestant or someone who is a producer or just all those things there's um so many connections that are behind the scenes that they don't talk about on the show and then you find out later or for example hannah g and hannah ann are best friends from home yeah so there's that connection so yeah that's how and like raven and someone tia tia yeah yeah but i also like it, when you go on like youtube because when i was going to try out and when i was making my video i was like trying to find examples and like notes on like what other people had done and like i know a lot of the girls especially from like the older seasons they got cast from like sending submitting videos and they like oh. share a lot of their tips on like what their videos were like like Ashley mm. I has like a very like developed video that she shared and then like <laughs> there were a couple, couple other ones yeah and but like none no one has come public as saying that they like got cast at one of those um casting things so that was yeah interesting. interesting I also heard I don't know if you guys heard this, but that like the last round of the casting, they get the contestants or they used to, I don't know if they do now that they would serve you a bunch of alcohol and then see what you said on camera really? or something. Yeah. Which I don't I know. Doubt, they do like now, psychological testing. They do say that they do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that and that could just be a rumor, but also maybe they stopped it after the whole alcohol bachelor in paradise maybe. incident that happened a few years ago. But I heard that they would give you alcoholic drinks and then see what you say on camera, probably, to see if after it's flowing, what would come out. But now they have a limit. Drink rules, yeah. 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 They have limits in the house now. I know that casting, the casting people, like, have cards and stuff that they just give out in their normal life because I know, I think, two boys who got the info of casting directors at moonshine beach in san diego and neither of those boys are good candidates for the show i feel like with guys they're like desperate they're like please sign up with girls they just get so many applications they're like get the hell out of here but with the guys they're like please 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 come on the show yeah (laughs) like not who i would have expected for you to peg in a bar like uh, really very interesting you'll have to name names later i want to know yeah we won't expose them now but you can tell great great people not necessarily ideal bachelor bachelor for the show yeah. no yeah. getting married anytime soon <laughs> people no, who are the best, not. the best candidates have to be a certain way you know it's true they well, have to have I think they pigeonholed it even more like the more they get into it like the girls are so one note I do think this group yeah. of guys is like this season most like a pretty different like backgrounds different careers like different Mm -hmm. looks too like they're pretty varied in their looks too it's kind of a nice change it's really exciting I think to have like all I agree I think this is the best group in a while and I almost feel like it's such a good group that they're the producers are making these drama segments plot lines yeah yeah so true that totally is true because they like all of them and they can't figure out who to focus on yeah like for example the Ed, well, we'll talk about it later, but Ed, this episode is was what an idiot. Total, I mean, such an idiot, but even that played him. Oh, played him. And then, you know, the issue with the kid Noah, I feel like they're so trivial. These issues yeah. are so trivial, but they're having to blow them up because there is no other drama. And all the guys seem to really like each other besides, I guess, Noah and, and they all like Ed, but 
they what? The issue? They all like Tasha. All the guys like yeah, that's true. They're like true, we don't have, have a problem. <laughs> they're like they're all great guys. You'll be great. Like any one of them. Like I just I mean, want no. you to be happy. <laughs> they're like, let's see if they're really here for Tasha because usually people are there for the wrong reasons or to get famous or something. And I feel like me, besides Chasen yeah. via his TikToks, <laughs> yeah. well, I we know like they're the not there. They're not there for the travel. That's for sure. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You don't get to go anywhere fun. Missing out on yeah. that. Yeah, totally. The adventure. So, it's a no. No. Or like seeing the world. The whole, no. Yeah. No travel. Yeah. No. Yeah. No so helicopters. It just seems, yeah, they're really. They're playing the floors lob out here, so they're <laughs> not here for anything but Tasha. But I guess Weird. on that note, well, thank you, Katie, for sharing that experience. Yeah, for sorry, anyone who's thinking of trying interesting out, and not too long-winded. Uh, no, I love hearing about. I feel like I want to hear about the tryouts in night one. Are the things that I'm most curious about because also, how do people stay up night one? I'm not understanding, but yeah. I'm sure they give them coffee. Oh, I've heard like the the something before stronger. It, like even before there was quarantine, they would get like locked in a room basically for a week. And, like, they had to, like, have all of their outfits for the first night, like, approved. And then they, like, have to go to, like, get filmed, like, a couple times a day. But mostly they're just, like, even before there was the quarantine period, like, girls were getting, like, locked in hotel rooms because they couldn't have them run into each other before the night. Oh. So they, like, couldn't leave their room. So it's, like, always been a thing that they had to do that weird quarantining before the night one. So I'm so sure you're just, like, so excited to, like, see something other than your hotel room. By the time it's night one, you're, like... Yeah, an adrenaline, I guess, too. Yeah. Um, I'm it's gotta be someone rough. who loves sleep, so I yeah. I don't know the last time I, like, could stay up when the sun is fully risen <laughs> after, I don't know, Yeah, anything. I don't actually know if I've done that. Like, even if you've stayed up to see the sunrise, after it's, you know, up, yeah. you're like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. And yeah. these people, it is full, like, 11 a.m., Daytime. Daytime. people are yeah, posting or yeah. they're qqing on the camera. yeah and then they're like uh <laughs> i can't believe the night one i went home and you're like gee night one it is day two <laughs> but, <laughs> you made it to day two <laughs> yeah literally um but we can jump into this week's episode talking about yeah. all the nice guys so we i didn't really do last week's episode on a podcast I didn't really. I didn't do one. So, <laughs> um, it was only on Instagram with, stories this year. It was you're following along. It was on stories. So they're highlighted. If you want to rewatch, basically, I didn't think it was too crazy. It was just Chasen and Ed had some issues, and they were gonna fight it out. But Ed chickened out, and um, Ben mm. was everyone became everyone's front runner and favorite because he was really sweet, but. It ended uh, on a nothing bad with note Ed for and Jason. No, nothing w- with Ed and Jason was even discussed this time. So Jason, Jason's biggest issue is that he just doesn't have a large vocabulary, so he just doesn't know what what other oh, words Joe. to call her. He doesn't have bad intentions. He's just not the brightest bulb. That was the impression yeah. I got. Like their fight was just so it just made, gave me anxiety because it was just so awkward because like they were not a good match for each other like you know like they were not on the even playing field and they also like didn't like he Jason was like so like why am I in a fight but I'll fight you if I'm in a fight and Ed was like I like fighting I don't know that was just and then Jason was was like you're not gonna wake up tomorrow Jason's like yeah he's not gonna wake up tomorrow and then it was like wait that that's weird don't say that yeah it was didn't it end that episode like Ben ended on a bad note because he didn't speak to her last episode. That's why he was like all mopey this yeah. whole week's episode because he right. thought that she was mad at him from last week's episode. Right. He said the whole group date, I'm going to talk to her last. I have this whole plan that it I'm going to talk to her last. so built up. Yeah. Which That's we how you all knew it was going to go bad. We that was like knew. telltale sign. How many times has he told his plan to the camera? Right. Yeah. And so they're like, Tasha, wrap it up, wrap it up. We can't get Ben in here. Like, they're like, okay, it's time for the night to be over. Um, right. So he didn't get his chance and he was really upset because he really likes her and they have this connection. Um, so yeah, that was kind of basically the end of last week. And then it jumped right into this week, didn't address any of the issues besides Noah, the one who shaved his mustache. Yeah. 
started out with them all by the pool, like staring at each other. Factions, yeah, have, trying to create a drama of this like ten- physical tension or like tension in the room of the pool. Yeah, <laughs> trying to desperately create some tension. Um, but apparently, and- Noah, Jason, Jason yeah. isn't even friends with Noah. But he's sitting to- next to him, acting like they're like on the same side, dissing all the other guys. Right, and they then called, called them weens, really strong, which really bothered me. It yeah, was... <laughs> tough. What? No, yeah. <laughs> so that didn't go over well, and then they went right into the group date, which was they had to write a song to win a one-on-one. Which at first, when they said we're going to do a competition for one of you to get a one a one-on-one, I thought that was fun because I don't think they've ever done that a competition for a one-on-one and then they said you have to sing a song and i would literally throw up if i was tasha no i don't want to i don't want one person to serenade me let alone 10 they really played them like they didn't like they provided some funny instruments like a xylophone (laughs) and an accordion but like nothing actually helpful so you like didn't just hear their real voice it's true. Like, yeah. play like, a beat or, like, a tune in the background. Here, like, so there's a musical. Come visit. Like, please yeah. help them. Like, it's... It yeah, that's like, true. Like, get a get Some a of them low... didn't even sing. Like, Riley yeah. was just talking, like, himself. <laughs> I hate it. I know. It seems like slam poetry. I, yeah, yeah Damar, like, Damar, like, brought up the guitar. Like, he knew how to play it. But then his song was not a song, really. So Mocha was, like, coffee. I also that was honestly, good mocha latte it, yeah it really grates on me that he calls her mocha latte I don't know if she likes it because she's never acknowledged it it makes me a little uncomfortable but he's really like leaning into it because he called her that like later too when he was like doing the orgasm thing but anyway we can get to that later but. yeah so they did the singing and then Ivan got chosen for the one-on-one he choice. pulled her up and made her feel special and kissed her hand or whatever during right. the end of the song. <laughs> Why is Thank every you. both bachelorettes this season are like, I want you to be so obsessed with me, you make everyone else hate you. Really? But true. like you gotta but fight. if everyone doesn't like you, I can't like you. Like I know. you've been in the house yourself. Think about it. Such a yeah. contradiction. Maybe they haven't she, been in there long enough. How know? can they or do maybe it all? It's been too long. They're, you can't do it all. It's impossible. You can't have paradise rules, these girls. I know. You I can't kiss true. in front of everyone and then not yeah, have cool. the other guys hate you. Yeah, that is who did not, that again? Not cool. Bennett did that, but actually no one hates Bennett really. Except for Chasen, but I don't know. I feel like it's going that direction where they're get they're starting to get annoyed with him, but but it's true. I feel like right now Bennett is still in the in crowd. Yeah. Um so yeah, they did that, and then he got the one-on-one, and they went back to her hotel and had had probably like <laughs> the, the most, most low-tech, low-budget, low-key, low-budget, <laughs> normal like, just the room service <laughs> with a massive bowl of ice cream. Wait, oh, that my was God. my thoughts exactly. The logistics on that, like I think there's a upside-down bowl it was inside of there, in there to make it that yeah. shape because it was, it was just melting. Obscene. <laughs> obscene it was crazy a crazy amount my stomach hurt just looking at it but also yeah they the ate on this strawberry date. mix is Tasha's favorite that ice cream didn't even look good um no but they ate on the date that was crazy that but yeah true. it totally I was thinking sushi about and I- chicken tenders <laughs> That was what they ordered. I think Mel has definitely had those chicken tenders from the La Quinta. So can you remember them at all? We probably have. Tell us, were they five star? Um, No better than I I feel like La Quinta would be the type of place that is so worried about being high class that they would not prioritize a sauce. Oh. You know, like they'd probably have terrible ranch. So Mm. I'm I'm out on that. For that reason, I'm out. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah uh totally their fries are probably good though (laughs) good point good point also room service does that mean there's do i thought about that does that mean the guys just eat room service all day all day Uh, or do they have like a buffet for them like what's the situation they They obviously had to hire some (laughs) i mean i know they're all tested but they all live together like buffets are like anti well 
I wish they gave us a logistics episode to teach us what Honestly, like happened. A behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. This is how they eat. But yeah, I kind of felt it was super normal, which was, I don't know, maybe it was a good change of pace for some people instead of the helicopter rides. But I felt like I was kind of watching Married at First Sight or something, which I don't, I was, no. I'm not watching The Bachelor to see yeah, like them live. Luxurious. Yeah. I also think there's something about Ivan to me where he just looks so young and like, I can't even remember how old he is, but I know he's, he's 28 her, actually. Right? Oh, okay. He... he looks like a child though. And so like for him to be playing the games, I was like, a baby is playing the floor where the floor is lava like obviously the floor is lava is fun that can be enjoyed at any age but it just like doesn't help him look more mature than mature. he looks which he looks like a child but but true but then flip it and he was the most mature sounding for the so rest of the date good. after they that yeah. date took like the biggest turn I at first was like this is very common like something yeah. that we would do um and we're just also, obviously I love they- peasants the producers keep like making the rest of the house discuss how they think it's gonna go, and so they're always like, "Man, like if he doesn't open up tonight, like <laughs> bags better be packed." And it's like you have no idea what they're gonna talk about because who thought they were gonna talk about George Floyd? None of those no guys one. at the house, like no one. But it's so like it's the best date ever on The Bachelorette. I feel like or like the most relevant. It's, most Tasha wasn't gonna bring that up. Let's yeah, no. she was like, not. Tasha was she not. has been conditioned in her Orange County life and her. I mean, I'm speaking out of turn here, but like religious background too. Like you do not speak on these things. Like yeah, should, yeah. and it seemed like she was having trouble opening up, but it was the most um relevant and thoughtful conversation I think that has ever happened on The Bachelor ever because normally they talk about they do talk about you know maybe traumas parents dying or their own issues but this was a world current event yeah there's been some conversations about like having interracial children I think Mm. yeah like that's as close as we've gotten I feel like yeah something like significant yeah, I can't remember if it was in their conversation, but I know like a tiny bit earlier in the episode, like the fact that it was like July, it may have been Ivan in speaking in that process, but like, like reminding the, us, the viewer, that it's like this was happening in July and like trying to remember like where all of us were in July mm-hmm. when like this was happening. And I know like Carolyn and I were like out on the streets in yeah. LA. Like it was like a really interesting time to be like, right when everything in like the U.S. was like really like you know coming to fruition and people were starting to like really deal with these issues these two people of like mixed race went on this show that like took them out away from like seeing and being part of all that but it took them to like a different place where they have the opportunity to like bring that conversation to like a yeah national scale and into a show where like it hasn't ha- like that specific discussion has not happened before so that's yeah. very cool has not happened and also you know they're just having their first black bachelor next season so yes yeah. and Tasha's only the second yeah female because Rachel yeah. Lindsay is the first right she was first yeah. yeah so I really appreciated it and also I don't know hearing um Tasha's thoughts I thought she was having it was definitely hard for her but I was glad that she opened up and was able to have you know at least some at least just say how hard it was or the fact that she didn't even realize you know being from Orange County um yeah didn't she go to I think she went to USC does anyone know she She went to Concordia which is a Lutheran college I looked it up last week (laughs) (laughs) thank you our fact checker it's in I'm not sure where Concordia is but it's like in it's in Orange County it's sort of okay okay I think it might be Costa Mesa yeah probably it's like a small oh it's in Irvine yeah okay so which also makes sense to me like why she got married so young because it makes sense though why she got married so young because I feel like I went to like a small private school in Southern California and there were a couple like Lutheran and like other religious schools in our like league like in our sports leagues and they would come to games and like they would be in pairs like you would not come to a game as you are like a spectator unless you were like with your boyfriend and they would like hold hands like the whole time and it was like 
everybody mm. at those schools was like pairing up so it totally makes sense how she like got married got to her college boyfriend like right after so interesting it was also interesting how she was it, like I felt like she kept saying like without this opportunity like I never would have met you or someone like totally. you totally which like I get but also like I feel like a lot of that is like a choice like who you For sure decide to spend your time with and like what circles you run in like I think historically Tasha's taste that at least that we've like had an insight to and I know her husband was white or yeah. her ex-husband was white but like she was into like JPJ like she loves yeah. like a, a well, I think that's like, a, a product of her environment though because yeah, yeah she's grown up in Orange County those are the people that she's felt comfortable with because that's who she's like lived with her entire life so like even though she right. might have felt like an outsider she did feel like those were the people that she like grew up with and knew and I'm sure like I mean this is me just making assumptions again but like that's like what her church community looks like that's what her like college community looked like that she's been part of a lot of communities where that's like what the general vibe right yeah Orange County no I don't think anyone is saying Orange County is yeah (laughs) diverse uh, community um so yeah that was so and then also just of Ivan also him talking about his brother and yeah, totally. their relationship and his relationship with his niece I almost died when oh he I was bawling yeah when he said that he was gonna be his niece's second dad when his brother wasn't around and oh my gosh just being able to step up like that at also at 28 like that I mean I don't know when his bro- his brother went to jail for four years four years so he's like yeah. four years at least so yeah probably probably younger younger because stepping he's out, up yeah. to be a dad at like 23 20 to your brother's kid um oh my gosh I you know so like I when he was sharing like his like experience at school and Tisha was like yeah totally same and then he was like this is a real example of something that happened to me and she was like no way like what yeah. no way and I was like yes like literally. yeah, yeah <laughs> it's very interesting <laughs> like she doesn't yeah yeah, yeah. Orange County is definitely a very specific experience, and she probably has a different. Yeah, experience. I wonder. She's I don't even know where is Ivan from. Sure. I don't know. Mom just asked me where he went to college. I was like, they don't tell you that in the headlines. Yeah, I no, wish I knew. I don't. I was know. curious. I didn't look him up yet. Well. <laughs> yeah, after he said um, that, I was curious where he went to school. But it is very interesting that he has experience too with like a loved one being in prison and like that experience, and then like. I mean, I, in my research, like, Tasha's sister is in the Naval Air Force, like, the Navy, mm. like, she's a Navy, Naval pilot, and so, yeah. like, that's also another interesting choice where, like, to be, like, a mixed-race woman and choose to go into, like, a military branch is, like, a very interesting choice as well, so they're, they're not, like, fitting into any boxes, and they're really touching all, like, aspects of, like, yeah American culture in different ways. <laughs> yeah, and experiences. That's wild. So, yeah, I really, um, I didn't really have too many thoughts about Ivan before, but then Agreed. after hearing that and also kind of how he was so open and also got her to be so open, I feel like you it's the other way around. Usually they're, you're kind of like pulling teeth to have anyone say anything and also having, I feel like usually the lead wants the other people to open up and they don't really feel they have to because they already share their story on the other end um so I feel like this was really um um a level like even playing field conversation where they both opened up and neither it wasn't like they were trying to get a rose or like the rose was sitting there in front of them it was like they were just having an honest conversation that so many people in America and around the world have had to have over um the last few months years people's whole lives just normal conversations especially like you said in July when current events were happening so he handled it so well yeah to make him the bachelor if he doesn't end up with (laughs) yeah he just like spoke so like clearly and like thoughtfully and like he put it in ways that I probably wouldn't have thought of on Mm -hmm. my own too so I really appreciated that that was really really well done and I think the producers too like I got the impression that they let those clips like roll a little bit more than like editing because it did seem like you saw a little bit of the progression in like Tasha's face and like her reaction and her trying to get words out instead of like pushing to like 
the next time that she spoke, they like let that breathe a little bit, which was nice. I appreciate yeah. that. Agreed. Um, yeah. So that was definitely uh, a plus and a like, I don't want to say a win for the bachelor, but it was definitely a good um, scene to watch. And then totally flip flop to just uh, (laughs) the next group date, which was the complete opposite. And thank God there was like a commercial break to break it up because (laughs) it was was just completely different. Transition. Yeah. (laughs) A crazy transition, just like this one is. Um, Transition to the next group date. Try. We don't have a commercial. (laughs) Uh, And we are sponsored by uh, (laughs) no one. This is just a break to break up the serious topic to the next group date. That was crazy. Okay. Um, so the next group day, Becca and Sydney showed up. Here are my best friends. I was like, interesting. We didn't even get to hear about either of their lives, which I know I wanted an update on both. I felt like one of the guys, I can't remember who at this point. Oh, Kenny. When Kenny kind of looked at they made this like thing between like Becca looking and Kenny looking, and I was like, are they trying to like make it seem like Kenny's like, I know I don't have a chance with Tasha, but maybe I can get Becca? (laughs) I I really don't like Kenny. I don't don't either. But Kenny the bet on the bachelor, not Kenny, my brother. <laughs> they were uh Becca walked in she's like the most important part of a relationship is blah 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 and I was like you literally just broke up with your problematic fiance and she so she said fine. truth that was the word she used I was like oof well, yeah I kind of like, he's yeah. like a conspiracy theorist it totally is yeah so they came and Sydney was interesting I it's also so funny to me that they're having the most visitors from Bachelor Nation. I mean, I guess to spice it up, but when you're not he has a new girlfriend. Be seeing people, who? Uh, Garrett. I didn't. I think I saw yes, something about that. He does. I saw that. Ew. She's blonde. I saw that blonde fact. That's how I knew I actually had her. Something because I remember. Um. That was so. Fast. Yeah. On this date, they. What was it? Truth or dare? Or dare, or dare? Yeah, they called it truth or dare, but it was like obstacle courses and basically everything was dare. Like yeah. you had and to do all the dares. It seemed horrible. They had to eat a smoothie with cow intestines. And I don't even know what else. Like, what are we on? Fear factor. And then they had to scream orgasms through the speaker, which was horrific. And of course, Lakita is small, so all the other guys were listening. <laughs> no, that was wild. They literally blasted that in a speaker. They absolutely played them. Absolutely. <laughs> also, can them. we talk about Chris Harrison just sipping on Vuv and eating yeah. lobster? Clab. Crab what a life. He deserves Well, did it. you hear Bennett? When Bennett walked Whoa. over, he was like, um, what did he say? He was like, shoot, why am I blanking on the word? Caviar? He was like, caviar? Oh, yeah, caviar. Yeah, like, that's what he said as he like walked over to him. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, and then what was... I don't even remember what the last part of it was because I was so fixated. They had to eat that pepper, pepper and propose. Oh, yeah, and then they almost all threw up. But somehow Bennett had a revelation when he was on his knee sweating with a pepper about how much he liked Tasha. Which I, he was like... He specifically said, I haven't felt this way since I was 18. And then I was like, was he 18 when he proposed the first time? Is that what he's saying? I don't know. I don't know. Of, like there was potential. I don't know, but also I was confused. So he took Tasha aside and said, you know, like I had this revelation, blah, blah blah, and I was previously engaged. And then he was like, "It's really hard to talk about." And he just said that sometimes you are doing things for the wrong reason. Like he knew it was wrong, but he, and he almost went through with the marriage, but then he didn't. But I felt like there was so much more to unpack there of what really happened. And really, we just got very surface. It wasn't Because we didn't, yeah, because we didn't get the details, I just put into my head there or like I filled in the blanks with my own thoughts. And it just seemed like, so are you telling me you were the bad guy in this situation? Like it's hard for you to talk about because you come off looking terrible if you tell people. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too because he when he he was having such trouble saying something at first I thought he was gonna say he cheated or or something happened but um he didn't it was just very not 
explanatory at all. I mean, I was glad that he was able to open himself up to love again, but I learned nothing. <laughs> so that was irrelevant. Then what else? I think I love how she wore a bathing suit on this entire day. I thought that was so in a hot random. tub with Zach. And like, I don't know that she, I mean, maybe they cut the clip, but like nobody acknowledged it. Like she was wearing sheer pants. Like mint is her color. Like it definitely looks like that bathing suit was pretty on her. Like that was my one thought was like mint looks great on her. But then I was like, it's when not I, a mint tank top. It has to be a mint Bathing why is she wearing bathing suits? Yeah. And like, did they come I, back from their their time, like soaking wet with towels? Yeah. And, and then stuff? go sit, go sit did with he someone secretly, else soaking wet. The producers secretly tell him to pack a bathing suit. Like, I know it's only a few steps away, but I well, I feel like confused. well, because when she sat down with Bennett to talk about how he like had whatever been engaged before, he was wearing short, like pinkish shorts, and I was like. And she was wearing a bathing suit. So I was like, is, are those bathing suit shorts? Like, did they tell the guys to wear shorts that looked like shorts like, but could be uh, bathing suits? Like, was that a one of the wardrobe recommendations? I couldn't also, I really don't like Riley, but I really did not like that contract, that boyfriend-girlfriend contract oh, situation. Yeah, I didn't like, but it's because he's a lawyer. Yeah, like, they definitely go over, like, they talk about the lawyer stuff. Like, she's very impressed by the fact yeah, that, that he's a lawyer. A lawyer. Yeah, she has, like, like, no job. And so whenever yeah, they come so together, it's always about him being a lawyer. So, yeah. yeah. I know. I didn't or, really like, like that either. Smooth talk. Also, I just feel like in a real world, he would never be her boyfriend. No, yeah. I, like, I agree. I feel like, like none of her... these guys are her boyfriend right now. Yeah, I think putting that label on it makes it weird because, like, they all say, like, oh, I dated this person because they were on The Bachelor. But I'm like, did you yeah. really date them? I don't think you dated them. Like, and then they're like, oh, she has, like, 14 boyfriends right now. And it's like, yeah. would you call them boyfriends? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. And then also I was telling, Tasha was just, well, first of all, she has, like, five questions, I think, prepared for oh each gosh. guy before With the Zach, date. It was, was like, the, she that was, was ready to ask section. that question. And then he, like, <laughs> said something else and then she like had to ask it again later like yeah. it's so funny it's like what would your ex say about you yeah. um but she said that was, that was the second part of the date it was it was like the truth portion oh okay oh. so that's so she I guess had why she was asking questions prepared. I didn't put that together yeah. okay. she said that she that. was like the first the beginning part of the date was the the dare section now this is the truth section so I have questions prepared for each guy all right Mel that makes understood way more sense I'm tired of being the only one paying attention to the details and Carolyn and I are like these are weird <laughs> no, it was a truth yeah. or dare date I'm sorry I missed the <laughs> words I got my stories full-time job that's honestly true <laughs> makes sense now I didn't get it um, that does that's funny though but but yeah, she is was, basically like we what is it we're no longer we are strangers what's that card game oh um, yeah we're not strangers or we're, we're not, not strangers. really strangers whatever that, it is yeah literally the ones that, that like put up the dramatic posters all over the world or just at yeah. least photoshop them it did seem like she was taking those questions straight out of that right card there. There. yeah for sure what's scared um, about marriage people are like who said i want to get married like what yeah, yeah um yeah so then that was that group date and then it ended but i'm not the night sure did not what, the night did Zach not. got the rose because he made out in the hot tub <laughs> but yes, then it was he convinced it he was, was gonna get it he was convinced he was gonna get it devastated but after the group date then both ed and ben said <laughs> we need to do do more ben was like moping around he needed to do more Literally because of last the week. whole episode. Oh, and I wrote this down in my notes. He like tried to make a dig at um, Noah, like in a group setting when like, I don't know, in the beginning. And it was so awkward. It was like, Ben, you're not a mean guy. Like, stop trying don't to be like, a mean dig. There's he always like, someone who spirals. He was, was spiraling. That would be yeah. me on the show. I would spiral. <laughs> I'm positive. Right. So I will never go on the show. But... He was spiraling, and I just feel like the fans who are who know the OG uh, Bachelor viewing K wanted me to tell people that he's a Ben's a big baby. Honestly, I was like, he's moping, moping around this whole episode, and I've had enough of it. But I he did was love for sure spiraling. That those 
the producers turned this into a fantastic it was hilarious they did a good job but also ben that was their best work i wrote a note he was like i'm gonna go see her secret mission style and it was like you mean as you casually walk out of your room and your white tee as like a huge six foot plus tall man like you're not doing anything to be conspicuous right now like it was just funny that he said it's been a few years since I've done a secret mission and I was like (laughs) what other secret mission did you do because he was an army veteran because he was an army army veteran veteran. yeah I don't like that about him at all I honestly I was like I don't the FBI I don't find him attractive and the army situation is definitely one of his nicks for me but yeah um but yeah, so he went over there, but in simultaneity, Ed was going to go over there. Iconic. And they He's made so us dumb. think that it was a race to her room, but really, Ed knocked on a door, and it was I- Chris Harrison's room at 2.30 a.m., which was, was the best. Iconic. I feel Honestly, like the producers just are so lucky Ed is there because he is like the butt of like he's every the joke. cause of every fight and the butt of every joke. He's like every joke. He's then doing definitely... everything but paying attention to Tasha. For sure. Ev- everything. And then and she keeps they... keeping him around. So. Like why? The producers, the producers definitely told her. They too. must be making Um but then they Chris they totally made Chris Harrison invite him in to kill time. Well, which he does on the clock it said like 2 30 a.m. or something. What 2 30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Chris what? poured him a glass of wine. That was so funny. You know Chris that... was sleeping and they were like, wake up, oh put on a sweatshirt, that zip hoodie. Like it's yeah. coming to your room now. <laughs> I know. And he honestly, that is the one-on-one I'm most jealous of. Imagine yeah. it's you just being able to leave your room instead of being bored at home in the house with the guys, going and having a glass of wine with Chris Harrison. Also, Ed what? really did not capitalize on it. He needed to ask more questions. Like he I also know. said, like, I've been watching you for years. So that implies that Ed has He's watched a fan. the show before and he knows. Right. So he would think he would have questions for Chris. Like, come prepared. Yeah. I have no idea. Then Ed went outside and I guess spent, I don't, God knows how long wandering <laughs> around the resort because no producer would point him in the right direction. They literally were yeah. pointing him in I the wrong direction he, on purpose. Chris yeah. totally lied. He was like, Tasha lives on the other side of the resort i'm like logistically there's no way you guys live next to each other like yeah don't, i don't got it <laughs> sends him on a wild if ed case. cannot find her suite like they've been there on multiple dates with claire like claire used el to presidente yeah so like it's not that hard to find so many so guys have gone you're, yeah. you're you're out of the running if you cannot find a room at the La Quinta. Like, but so he yeah. starts wandering and they make it seem like he's gonna knock on the door at tasha's but it's a room service yeah 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 that was good because so, when what's his face was walking over i was like if you have nothing planned like you're dumb like yeah you're going over to apologize and like you don't you're empty-handed all you got to say is i'm sorry like he's trying to yeah. also make it romantic so i was like really he has nothing planned and then when that was a good move with the yeah the champagne and right so ben ordered room service champagne to tasha's room and they have a nice long chat it out about how he's gonna show up and step up more and you know not wait till the last minute to talk to her but be first and yeah I feel like they definitely have like chemistry because they both say that they're nervous around each other would say though that it was such a different tone though than when guys have typically been to Tisha or like the bachelorette's apartment I would say and maybe I'm mostly thinking of Claire but I feel like it's been like much more like romantic or like hot and heavy if someone goes but like theirs just seemed like she was deciding if she was gonna forgive him or not and she Mm kind of hadn't decided but also Tasha's like probably just better at being the bachelorette because she's not like she knows that that's not an opportunity she's gonna have with everyone so she's being like fair about it I feel like yeah yeah I agree I feel like she's not she doesn't give in to like lustful moments I feel yeah even when she was in the hot tub with what's his face like it was it was pg yeah she's very pg Um, also I wrote down that Chris Harrison had a bird in his room in the back what I didn't see a bird like a bird scooter 
Oh, I was like a bird scooter, like a cage um, with a live bird in it. Or every like time it was animal. like him and Ed behind Chris was the scooter. So that was the funny. scooter that he remember he rode it around. The last, to get like the, the like the mode of running. transportation. Yeah, <laughs> no golf carts, just a bird. For him. I wonder if Zach did a promotional room. a promotional like a uh, plug with Ben to get that bird I bet on you the they screen. Did. <laughs> I bet you they did. After that was the um. Rose ceremony. Rose ceremony. And well, no, before that it was supposed to be a cocktail party. Well, right. Yeah, I guess it. Ben it shows was... up in his khakis with his tree trunk legs. I found those so unflattering. And then he like pounced on her as soon as she walked in the door because he had to make his point or whatever. Yeah. Well, he uh, said he was gonna take her first, so he did. And then basically she got to like guy number three, which was Noah. And then Noah was a big ass tattletale. Made up also, a fucking story, though. Sorry, I don't know if there's something on this podcast, but yes, you he can made a fake story. When did yeah. that happen? Like, they all don't like him, but they didn't say that Tasha was a liar or, like, I, I literally was sitting there with Kay. I was like, did any of this happen? And she was like, oh, I don't know. Well, Mel was mentioning the spiraling thing, and it's like all episode. I was thinking Noel was actually handling a lot of jabs like pretty well. Like he was getting a lot of shit, and he would just smile and like not do anything, but underneath the surface he was clearly spiraling because he created the whole false narrative in his that head and then weird. spewed it all over Tasha and that got her weird. so fired up made it seem like know. The guys, all every single guy is against her and not a single guy is against her like they're all fucking obsessed with her ruined the night for everyone else for sure and yeah so then she cut the she said my integrity has never been questioned which no one said anything and honestly I kind I liked that all the guys kind of banded together and they weren't even ganging up on him per se they just were like you've never literally never said that and you can come talk to all of us and then they were all just like that's so stupid um but yeah then she cut the rose ceremony and then we kind of biggest group of guys yeah yeah, we kind of discussed before. She cut some stars. Like, she totally. Sure. That we, was like it was what unexpected. I had a question for you guys is like, who were you hoping would get that final rose? Because there were so many stars in that like last group. And I would say mine, I was hoping for Joe to get it. But what about you guys? I like who Joe. Is Joe. I think Joe? he's the Asian guy. <laughs> yes. Oh my I think gosh. He'll find love in paradise. I'm hopeful. But like, he finds love in, in that paradise. final group, I was like, Joe, Joe, say Joe. How about say Joe? And did she go, Ed? Ed was the last person who got it. Right? Yeah. Joe. Producers slipped that one in there. Because I was like, I, I can't remember Joe Glass's guy's the... name. But Glass's guy was like, I was thinking she might go him, but I was hoping for Joe. Um, I wanted like Joe or Glass's guy, but I wanted. Send them Riley both home. to stay. Yeah. I didn't want to have to pick. Uh, who was one that I thought I didn't want Ed to stay? Oh, and there was God. someone Blake. else who got a How rose. is Blake. Blake still there? He literally harps on about how his heart is broken still in his song. Tisha. His song was terrible because it was mostly about how he was still brokenhearted over Claire. I know. I'm like, how is he still Not here right. after he it, like bought a dementia book? Like, what is happening? No, he <laughs> needs to go. And also, um, I didn't realize how short he was in the like dare challenge. He was like standing in the group with his like little leg brace on, and he was sh- the shortest of all of them. Almost, I think I was shocked. My favorite line of the episode though was they were talking about Noah, and someone said, "I saw him playing chess in the house. Maybe he's smarter than we thought." That I heard that. And one I was too, like, yeah. first of all, hilarious. What? Second of all major queen's gambit vibes and they're <laughs> totally. not even they don't even have tv i right think now. the producers like knew they were like as soon as there was a chess reference they were like stick that in there <laughs> that really got me but also that was the when mel mel mentioned earlier how chasen was like such a fake phony friend how he was like hanging out with noah all week and then as soon as he was like, he was, like making controversy he was like you're pathetic idiot yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and then um chasen went home too which he was like the whole plot of the last episode and then they just didn't address it at all and he went home he knew his five minutes of fame were gonna be over so he made his tiktok tried to light it up he had one week to make it happen and i think he was pretty successful unfortunately but yeah he's he's like a bad version of tyler cameron yeah like like off brand dick yeah kirkland brand yeah except costco is good i like costco okay walmart brand i don't know perfect (laughs) (laughs) but 
what's coming up next week? A two-on-one. Two with on one. And yes. This is like the, the oldest and the youngest. Ever. Yeah. And the most mismatched. It seems like Bennett gets heated and he might come off looking bad. It might not work out for him. He does, yeah. Honestly, I have to say, after Tasha had that conversation with the first guy, the good conversation, what's that guy's name? Ivan. 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 She had such, I just think it would be tough to pick someone like Bennett who physically embodies True. the patriarchy <laughs> and has a really high level of privilege. <laughs> And, and he like mentions he Harvard has no awareness episode. he yeah. doesn't have a lot of awareness I don't think he's a bad guy I think he is a gentleman but I think he is white privilege no that was something Living I thought about for sure when he was like singing his rap and like he was so confident like he knew he wasn't good but like he didn't care at all about being bad and like that was definitely like that's been his life like he never sucks at anything because he's Bennett. So, like, even if he fucks up every answer on the quiz, like, he still went to Harvard and he's still awesome and still smart. Yeah. So, if I just think he sucks at rapping yeah. and is appropriating culture, he's still Bennett and he's still great and people still like him. Yeah, I just think she, if she's never going to be able to connect or have conversations like she did well, that conversation with like Ivan she did, for with sure, Ivan with some with someone like Bennett. But agree, it does depend on what she's looking for. Agree. Very, very good point. For sure. I also agree. But I guess we'll see next week if he turns out to be the villain. There's really like no one set villain. I guess Noah was the one because of this and week. Jason but... was for a second and Spencer was for a hot second too. He's still there. <laughs> okay, where has Spencer been? Forgot about him completely. Flew under the radar. They hated him for like a hot second. Now he's like very under the radar. Also, Tasha was like so attracted to him. Like, have they even been on a date? I mean, he is very pretty. There's no denying it. But I don't think there's like that I'm much going on between the two of them. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us, Carolyn. Oh my gosh! Thank you for coming on and debriefing with me. And Siglers, you've been nominated. <laughs> you've been tapped. Looking forward to it. You've been tapped. All right. I'm gonna piece. I have to go to a workout class before Ooh. you know, gotta get those that body Turkey. right before I trot. destroy it tomorrow with uh all of the food. So thanks for joining, guys. Appreciate it. Let's do it again. Yeah, anytime. Bye guys. Right. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Gobble gobble. <laughs>